to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fall Out Boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. Fall Out Boy! Boy! boy. I'm glad that you said that because I was going to also make that joke. <laughs> Big Sean's here this week. Girl, I'm not a dick, I'm just addicted to you. That's a simple plan lyric. That's how deep the Big Sean verse is. Is, it's a, is he accidentally, or maybe intentionally, uh, steals a simple plan lyric. Uh, welcome back to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting. We're, talking, we're back to save rock and roll. I was going to say, welcome back to save rock and roll for the fucking welcome, 12th third time. time. <laughs> if it was the 12th time, we'd be done, and I wish that was true. Uh, last time we did save rock and roll, we did Miss Missing You, and I remember thinking... Damn, do I secretly like this record? This week, I'm here to say no, I don't. <laughs> uh, the Mighty Fall is um, a, a lukewarm song that I have little to no feelings about. And um, I think I think this is going to be one of those episodes where I let Caitlin just complain about something for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If Hopefully you have something. <laughs> I mean... Uh, uh, full disclosure, uh, as of listening to the song and watching the video, I'm mostly just kind of like shrug emoticon, but I'm sure digging into these lyrics, I'll find something. It's kind of shrug emoticon, even like looking into the lyrics, there aren't a ton of them. Like it's, it's very, it's a very, or I would say it's an attempt to be a very like sonically presentation track rather than lyrically presentation, um, or lyrical presentation. I don't know what the fuck grammar is. Don't matter. There's like one, I don't think it. It sounds like anything. It's very like, yeah, this is a a pop song that came out in like 2013 that says mm, nothing. But the music video, we get to talk about that too, and that's um not great, but some it's, shit happens uh, in it. It's I do have like three notes on the music video. I wrote nothing down. <laughs> I, so. I I typed a couple of notes into my phone. A, a a good first note we can talk about from from genius.com please sponsor us please it's the been descript- like 15 episodes not, we haven't reached out in any significant way there's no way they're just like there's no way someone is just like listening to follow up boy podcast in the in the genius hq but we're going to keep like willing it into existence we're speaking uh, anyways, our truth joe yes the the website with lyrics and fan made annotations for them genius.com uh, the about section for this song mentions that not long after the release of Save Rock and Roll, the Mighty Fall was used as the official theme song for the first annual WWE <laughs> Battleground pay-per-view. And damn, I love that. I have been broken by this fact. The source for it no longer exists. Um, like it links out to an article that gives me a 404. So that's incredible. Fucking great. Oh, uh, man. Big Sean is here. He opens up with his, uh, I don't even know if he still does these ad libs. I think he still says, oh, God, I'm, I don't listen to a ton of Big Sean, so I cannot confirm nor deny. Uh, but he does. Apparently, he says boy a lot. Um, of course, spelled B-O-I. Uh, yeah, so I love that they uh, stuck boy. true to that in the... Uh... You know, to hear in the lyrics here. Fallout. Yes. Dot, dot, yes. dot. Space after the dot. Boy. 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 Sean Don, let's talk about this fucking song. Oh, God. 
it's just fine. It's like yeah, like, it's I don't, like an I don't IGN have like... six point five. Like I don't <laughs> worse worse than that fucking uh, baby's dream. Imagine dreams game. It's just like I don't know. The music is like fine, you know. Like I, mm-hmm. it doesn't rip or shred or tear, but. It's, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't bop. It's just. Uh, it's just. It's. It's just some guitar tracks and like that's mm-hmm. fine. Now I, I would say it chugs, but not in the way that like I usually mean the word chugs. It just kind of. It just kind of goes. It's like it's yeah. like a nice. It's like it's a nice there. trip in a locomotive where you're looking at the scenery. It's not great scenery. Like you're not like really enjoying it, but it's there's mm-hmm. wine, so you're like fine. Yeah, your your tour guide is Big Sean. Which who doesn't love that? Honestly. Big Sean and wine. Who could complain? <laughs> I uh, when I was in my my first semester of college, I took a communications class, and I I am somehow still friends with this professor because he is an artist that I follow on Twitter. He doesn't teach anymore, but in that class, we had to do speeches on um, just kind of whatever. It's like, hey, just do a speech that you, like, pick something you can talk about for five minutes. It don't matter. I didn't mind on the anime Samurai Flamenco, which everyone should go watch. Um, but someone, someone in there did a, did a five-minute speech on Big Sean, and the only thing I remember about that speech is that he said, technically, we're cousins. And I think about that (laughs) so often. So often. Also, why is he big? Because in the music video, he does not seem to be a particularly he's big a, man. No, he's a very average dude. Like what I would say is an average man. Like he's not even like, because it's not even like you could argue like, oh, well, he's like average height, but he's like hella ripped or like kind of chubby. Mm-hmm. He's just like straight up, like just a dude. Yeah. Just like a nondescript dude. Mm-hmm. And yet... It's not even like I like I'm like well his voice doesn't really feel big like that's not a way I would describe his his persona in any way, but now you've got me thinking about it. Why is Sean big? What makes the Sean big? What make him big? What? How did he get so big? <laughs> we'll never know. Um, maybe there is some big Sean deep lore that I'm not familiar please, with. Please, please tweet at FOBcast, hashtag FOBcast. I like that there's like nothing to say about this song. So we're not even like dunking on like, we're, we're like, yeah, we'll, we'll give Pete this, this week off and we I will mean, direct our attention to big Sean. He doesn't even say anything that problematic. Like he's just. Doesn't say anything. It's just. Yeah, it's literally like him being. I do like that. I can't stop it when there's chemicals keeping us together because I do like the idea of like being like, "Yo, love is a chemical reaction in your brain." Like, yeah, I'm into it's, that. It's, it's, yeah, there's um, there's some stuff in here. Like, it's uh, it's just like there's basically like four lines per verse, uh, kind of spread out over these um. These vocal deliveries that I, I I won't say are bad. They're just kind of like okay. Mm-hmm. They're under quite a bit of um, production, which is not inherently bad by any means. Um, it's just not really. I won't even say it's not what I care for with Patrick because I'm sure there's an example that I think is uh, good w- with Patrick. But in in this song, it's just kind of like there. Like it doesn't uh, do a lot for me. But uh, yeah, there is a lot of like references to like. Like the way that Pete Wentz always fucking references the the lifestyles they made lead. Uh, the first line in verse one is is Did you trip down twelve steps into Malibu? Which um, 
the genius annotation refers to is probably a, a reference to like a 12 step recovery program. Um, and like that kind of, uh, tone, I would, I would say rides through the rest of the song. Uh, Bel Air Baby, Did You Get Dressed Up is another one. And then, uh, Chemicals Keeping Us Together, I think you could read either way. Um, whether it being like, oh yeah, the chemical reaction of, of getting that sweet dopamine hit or, um, some sort of substance abuse. And I, and I like that vagueness in this, in this instance, mm-hmm. um, just because and maybe that's just because I think, <laughs> I think the talking about it being a chemical reaction also is like, yeah, I like that for some reason. Yeah. Like, I think, I feel like this is like a weird take, I guess, but I don't know. It's kind of like so many love songs are so focused on like the emotional part. Like I do, and I'm not out here trying to be like a bio essentialist or anything, but it is kind of... I would hope not. <laughs> the fucking reveal, the villain reveal. No, but just, like, it's it's nice to, like, have it acknowledge, like, you know, the brain shake that goes on that when you're into someone for once, as opposed to, like, just either flowery or, like, fucked up stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm always into, like, 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 different takes of analyzing that experience, for damn sure. Yeah. Ver- verse 2 continues this with, uh, your crooked love is just a pyramid scheme and I'm dizzy on dreams. That's that's kind of the end of that sentiment, because uh, th- in the rest of the verse is it feels about something else. Um, I don't know if that's just a thing that Pete Wentz likes to do or just it keeps happening. Sweet bro, hella Jeff, I warned you about stairs. It keeps happening. Dot png. Um, if I was, <laughs> I, let me tie that back into the tripping down twelve steps. I warned you, bro. I warned you about the twelve steps in the Malibu. It keeps happening. This is funny for like two people. Anyways. <laughs> It's not me. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about a uh, intentionally bad webcomic. Um, Wonderful. It's canon in the Homestuck universe, so that's oh. why people know about it. God. Okay. The rest of verse two uh, is, if you ask me, two is a whole lot lonelier than one. That's not a new sentiment by any means. Um, and we should have left our love in the gutter where we found it, because you think your only crime is that you got caught. And that, like... Each each line of those three evokes like a different thing. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I don't think that those like fit together very well. It feels like mm-hmm. they're supposed to be like three different kind of central ideas that should have been hit on that are instead being just like slapped next to each other and called good. Yeah, I I, I know that this re- like because this record came after such a long hiatus. I know it is kind of pieced together by. Uh, s- things that were written at so many different points in time. Um, I know that there are lyrics on this record that you can find on Pete's blog from like 2009, 2010. There was a point where I cared enough about Fall Out Boy to, to, to be constantly searching uh, things about Fall Out Boy. And if I had time, I might consider doing that again for the show, but then, then decide not to. <laughs> but, but and I, and I think that might be just the the cause of this and then the symptom is a very uh, unconnected concept like that's that's a common thing in songwriting like jot down an idea and then think oh i really want to use that but it's not always going to like connect the way a lego piece should if it was all about one thing but like the, like, the sentiment of, of two is a whole lot lonely under one sure like yeah if you're if you're with a if you're in a relationship that makes you unhappy you can feel more isolated if you feel like you can't get out of it for whatever reason uh, we should have left our love in the gutter where we found it. Was this relationship born of a of a of a bad situation to begin with? 
uh, we don't, I don't know, because then the next line is, you you think your only crime is that you got caught. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no. Like, I, like I, I, know, I know what that line could mean in a vacuum, uh, if it's about, like, uh, some sort of wronging of of the of the other person in the relationship it kind of evokes some sort of some sort of cheating affair uh with 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 that word choice but i don't know how that connects back to uh love in the gutter or uh lonely in the one um if i'm really stretching it like oh maybe the, they got back together after cheating and it's like oh we thought we could make it work but it sucked the whole time who i i'm i'm trying pete i'm trying yeah, I just oh, oh, just, uh. mm, I did my due diligence. I don't even know. I just, I don't even know. I got nothing on this one, Joe. I just it just feels like it's being pulled in a bunch of different directions, and I just mm-hmm. none of those threads seem like the like the thickest or the most relevant. Yeah, and and like as much as I can like make up some bullshit that hypothetically fits those three lines. What the fuck does it have to do with the rest of the song? Yeah, no, it just, it, like I said, it feels like it was supposed to be like, my, my you know, like back when you wrote five paragraph essays and you had to do your thesis uh-huh. statement that was like, I'm going to talk about X, Y, and Z. And then you had the three mm-hmm. paragraphs that did that. Like, that's what it feels like it was supposed to be. But instead of doing the three paragraphs, you were just like, here's one sentence about each in a row. Bye. Yes, this is my roadmap to my three mini theses. I will not expand upon any of them. <laughs> or even have them in an order that makes sense. It's, it's puzzle pieces that don't quite connect. I wonder, uh, we, let's talk about the chorus a little bit. With, with the way that the first verse sets up this image of the relationship sort of being in these, you know, these high substance places, um, you know, uh, talks about Malibu and Bel Air. And then the the chorus and the and the song title being how the mighty fall in love. I wonder if it's just like fucking dating famous people. <laughs> like, yeah. is that it? Like, is that as deep as it goes? I guess my interpretation of how the mighty fall in love was always just like them kind of taking pot shots at like people who fall in love and then like, you know, have to deal with that, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, or like, like become worse versions of their self. I'm sure like that's. Yeah, or even like. It's cynical to talk about, but. Yeah, or like people who act like they're never gonna like be relationship people and then end up being. Mm -hmm. But I, I, that feels really mean spirited to talk about. Um, yeah yeah it does. Like, that was always my reading though i definitely always was in the meanest reading uh-huh yeah understandably too and I, I, maybe it's there's, there's a chance with with pete that it's self-critical um of like maybe he saw himself as this sort of uh, i'll use the word mighty because it's in the song uh but like this this mighty person who who won't fall again like after uh we know he's was in a marriage and then divorced um but then like like thinking like oh you know like i won't i won't do that again like i'm i'm in this this new spot now and then falling in love again um but like again like that cynicism just bugs me 
Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't, again, I feel like it's too slippery. Because I also just mm-hmm. have the thought of, like, what if it, because, you know, we were talking about the chemicals and the the places that they're referencing, and the thought just occurred to me of, like, what if it's, like, falling in love with substances? Hmm. But I don't know if there's enough there for that to be a super solid reading, other than, like, context from other things that we've talked about, like, even 27. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, if, if this song... Or if these lyrics were on Folly Ado, I think that I would I would have no hesitation. Your, your crooked love is just a pyramid scheme, and I'm dizzy on dreams. That kind of gives credence to it. Um, yeah, but and the, I think the, you the, could. I think you can make the argument for I can't stop it when there's chemicals keeping us together, but it's mm-hmm. eh, slippery. Yeah, and then uh, I I would again sort of point at you. You think your only crime is you got caught. If if nothing else, that lyric just changes who the you is um to 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 make that cohesive is there any no none of the annotation whenever we fucking get on an idea that's never something talked about in an annotation already <laughs> um which i guess i i'm glad that we're not just reading genius annotations and yeah, saying, I was yep, gonna they say, got I think it. that kind of proves that this podcast <laughs> is fucking worth it <laughs> let's uh I, I actually forgot that there was a bridge let's talk about um a few more words that that pete wrote um uh... before we before we break down with big sean uh the the bridge um the music uh kind of drops out a little bit slows down uh as pete or patrick delivers uh it's getting clear you're never coming clean so lock you up inside and swallow the key um he says swallow twice shout out to all the vor fans out there (laughs) damn it joe that was for you caitlin that's a throwback to you so at this point all right, you're talking about a person. You're talking about a relationship that didn't go so bad. You're you're never coming clean. You have Pete. Pete is writing about being wronged, and the other person not admitting it. And now, um, they're just gonna bottle it up and be gone of the whole thing. And it's like, all right, cool. So all that symbolism you set up is just useless then. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, and I guess if we did it Love in it. the substance reading, it could be that. Because it, if mm, I was, actually, if, you make a good point. Well, and if I yeah. was going to make a substance reading, I would make it as the one where it's like the mighty fall in love with, you know, drugs or whatever. But it kind of sounds like someone like a relationship where someone else led led you into it, like introduced mm. you to it. And so I could see it being in a double entendre of like, you're never coming clean, self-referential as in like, you're never getting clean, but also blaming of like, you're not taking responsibility for like introducing this. So, hmm. yeah, I wonder if it's because if it's self-referential and he's like, I'm never getting clean, um, lock you up and swallow the key. I, I'm trying to, like, imagine what that could mean or if it's pointed at another person because the phrase coming clean, you could definitely associate with with yeah. that thread. And then, like, any sort of isolation could probably be um, connected with that last lyric. But um, it's it's a shame that Big Sean says nothing to help us with this. <laughs> Yeah, no, Big Sean, not a helpful man in this one. Especially because, too, it just goes into the framing of a phone call all of a sudden, like someone leaving a voicemail. Mm-hmm. And it's like, for, what for does this reason. have to do with anything? Like, I like that sentiment, actually. Like, the idea is interesting of, like, a, just, like, a song or a rap or whatever being framed around leaving someone a voicemail. Which Absolutely. I'm sure someone has done. But That's probably, like, at least four Drake songs. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm sure there's... There's a, there's a Drake song on Take Care where 
and and I I won't get into uh, all of my terrible feelings on on Drake, especially lately. Also, all of his new music is real shitty towards women. <laughs> oh yeah, well he uh, all right. Here's the thing: it's always been uh, my my. There's this thing on Take Care that one of his earlier records that everyone uh, talks up as being really good. If you're a sad boy, there's he samples a voicemail that he was left on it by an ex of his, mm-hmm. and he didn't like. She wasn't okay with it, and he did it anyway. Fucking of <laughs> like, course he like, did. Like, he didn't ask. It just, he yeah, just did see, that. I only know that the new stuff is shitty, because that's literally the only thing I've heard, mostly by force. Like, I was not out here, like, trying to listen to Drake, but... Yeah. Sometimes you don't have a choice. But anyway... Let's talk about Big Sean. I like the framing of the voicemail, but I don't understand where it's coming from, because all of a sudden it's just him being like, hello... Which I guess indicates that it would be just like an actual phone call. But at any rate. Yeah. Yeah. The first line is, uh, I, I know you said not to call unless I'm dying. I think I think I'm just going to let the the listeners at home listen to this whole verse front to back to really understand like where we're at. Yeah. Just like, play it for him, Joe. Just fucking hit him with that <laughs> Big Sean realness. Just, just, just take it. God, do I, the first, I was going to say the first half of this verse, maybe the entire verse. I think the flow is horrendous. I mean, so I can't really, like, speak to this because I'm not, like, a rap or hip-hop person in any way, so I don't really have the, uh, the critical tool set here. Um... Other than, like, I've seen my fair share of, like, slam poets and stuff, which is not the same, but, like, similar. Um, so from that experience, I could say, yeah, this doesn't, like, feel great to listen to. But beyond that, I cannot help in that department. <laughs> it's, it's not all bad. Um, I can say some positive things about it. Like, a lot of the flows, like, they just kind of, like, trip up. Like, um, it, it for, like, for me, when he gets to, like, I'm not see-through, you know how we do, it's like, that I'm like, all right, I'm lost. You, you've it has become also, disjointed. It's so weird to me that he said, "You know how we do," because that always reminds me of like party anthems. Like that's something that mm-hmm. people always say in like hype songs, and this is like sad and kind of fucked up. I, I think it works though. Like, like lyrically, I think it works. The delivery, I'm not sold on by any means. I like the. It doesn't last very long, but he does like the the several different um sort of acronym things. The, the TNA, DNA, uh, and B of A thing. As much as straight up chemistry DNA, I'm like, well, I guess. <laughs> sure. I, get, I mean, I it guess. ties into the chemicals keeping us together. A li- like, it's the same word, same root word. I would assume it's supposed to be like the same idea. Probably. And like playing on chemistry, like between people or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it evokes the things. But when I think about it, I'm like, all right, well, that's it. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, uh, which is which is fine. Sometimes this this is a, this is a radio song. This was the th- official theme song for the WWE pay per view, <laughs> uh, battleground, whatever the fuck. WWE battleground. A uh, hundred wrestlers drop into a ring. Um, <laughs> I would watch slowly, that actually. I would. I mean that there there are wrestling matches that are just like here's a shit ton of people for some reason. No, I want them to drop them onto an island. Yeah, and fight. I'm, please. Please make that happen. I would watch that 100. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then the last uh, third of this verse is just uh, talk about fucking. Yeah. Well, but then it's, and then it's weird because it's like it's two lines about fucking. And then it's like a weird sad boy attempt at being like, I love you so much. But really, it's just like shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Like these last two lines are super shitty. <laughs> it yeah, it's it's yeah for a lot of reasons. It, it's interesting because listening to the song, uh, when, when he delivers, I'm either fucking or working, so the grind don't stop. The delivery of that, the way he rides the beat for that tiny second, I'm like, all right, yeah, back in, Big Sean, you got this, you know what you're doing. And then the next line, um, is not only like you know ableist, but uh, I, I they say I got screws missing. Well, how, only when I'm missing you. The 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 back half of that, only when I'm missing you. I'm like, all right, well you added. You added too many syllables. Like just, like just ride the beat, please. Uh, and he and he doesn't. And then yeah, the last line. Uh, hell, hell yeah, I'm a dick, girl. Addicted to you. Um, on top of that being identical to a simple plan lyric from 2003. Uh, from the song Addicted. It's also the fucking worst. <laughs> that's it. It's yeah, the that's worst. just it. I mean, it's just. Like, all I can, I mean, aside from it being a simple plan lyric, which pretty much backs up what I'm about to say. It's, it's neither fact, here nor there, but well, it's but, funny. But it does fit with what I'm going to say, which is absolutely, this sounds like 100% what some shitty 20-year-old, like, pop-punk boy would say oh, to try totally. to get his girlfriend back. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, I'm a dick girl addicted to you. Yeah, it's like... Let's go make out in my shitty car. I don't need to better myself as a person. I like you a lot. Ugh. Fuck up. He's not a follow up. He's not a follow up boy song. Maybe he was writing for the demographic. Anyways, let's talk about the music video. I think I think we're oh. done with the song. I did want to say one more thing before we went to that actually, because I think it's interesting that you said maybe he was writing to the demographic, but it's so interesting that it, like that line sounds like something that would have been like old shitty follow up boy, but this song and like most of Save Rock and Roll like doesn't sound like that at all. But, like, this song especially, like, it just sounds like it's meant to be, like, pure, unadulterated radio. And, like, so it's wild to me. Like, just those two things contrasting in my brain. I was like, this is weird. Yeah, I wonder. There's a, there's a chance that, like, they were like, hey, hey, Sean Don, you want to be on a Fallout Boy song? And he was like, fuck yeah, I do. I love paychecks. And he wrote a verse. Same. And he just came in and did it. Like, it, like I, I don't know how, how uh, you know. If he, if he was like, here's the rest of the song, write it to be in context, or just, yeah, do your thing on the back half of the song. Because the music industry is weird, uh, and people who make decisions are not always the people who wrote the rest of the song. Um, but I don't know. I'm just saying hypothetically. Maybe he was like, oh, yeah, follow up boy song. I'm a dick. Do a simple plan lyric. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then, like, here we are, you know, six, however many years later, being like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, it was something I was thinking about, and I was like, everybody should have to think about this. <laughs> yep. You want to talk about that video now? I sure do, Joe. Big Sean kills a kid! 
Yeah, I have a note about that. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna go in a different direction, but um, we're going right there. Need, so I just needed to get that fucking out in the open. Okay. This, so let's let's all right. More context. Shall we do a a Caitlin uh video recap TM on this? I'm, I, I'm into that. Uh, let me first preface as you as you pull it up. I will preface. Uh, if you remember all of these videos for Save Rock and Roll are in this, uh, you know, absurd narrative that they have uh, delivered. Originally, Quentin Tarantino style. I think, like, after video four, they were just in order. Uh, but the first couple were in weird orders. Uh, so The Mighty Fall, uh, track six on the record is, is uh, five. It's number five, yeah. Yeah, the, of, of the, 11. filmography. Yeah, so we so we know how the story ends. We've, we've seen the last two parts. We've, we've seen... Um, Everyone die and then go to heaven and then defeat the 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 Nazis or whatever. Uh, but now we're going back to like the middle of the story. We're gonna see the origin of of Patrick uh, be, be, becoming evil mm-hmm. and uh, a bunch of other stupid bullshit. But the the video opens up with um kind of a last time on Dragon Ball Z thing because it shows you some clips from earlier uh, earlier videos. You see two chains. Lighting a bunch of stuff on fire, including oh, yeah. the members See, of Fallout Boy. I didn't even Boy. know that that was previous stuff because I haven't seen yeah. these videos yet. Yeah, I was uh, like, oh, okay, I guess this is just a thing. No, yeah, this is this is a little bit of context. Uh, so er- earlier in the story, uh, Two Chains does throw all of the members of Fallout Boy into the back of a van and set them on fire on top of uh, setting a bonfire with all of their previous materials. There's a lot of records and uh, I believe some comic books in the fire. You know, honestly, Two Chains and I are of the same mind. I think. Mm-hmm. Let your past die. Kill it if you have to. I never thought I would say that, but Two Chains and I are like the <laughs> Spider-Man meme of pointing at each other. <laughs> uh huh. What's the what's the what's the other name Two Chains used to go by? Is it Titty Boy? Oh, I have no idea. I hope it's Titty Boy, because that's also <laughs> a pretty fucking good name. I'm gonna look it up. That should be a rap name, Joe. I th- I think that's uh, like. A pseudonym of two chains. Yeah, fl- yeah. I I googled it, and one of the first results is uh, two chains on changing his name from Titty Boy. <laughs> is that still his name on Twitter? <laughs> yes, it's still his name on Twitter. Titty Boy. That's I like. Love, I think I'm a two chain stand now. Yeah, I don't know what two chains is on. I don't know the origin of that name. It might be deeply problematic. I hope not, because like. That's a deeply like queer mood for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm into it for the for the obviously us on our bullshit side of it, but Mhm. Anyways, uh let's talk about let's talk about this video. Okay. So, we see two chains and he sets the things on fire and it's, you know, me in the background being like, "Okay, sure." And then mm-hmm. we see uh a van, a black scary van and um Pete is throwing people out of it and it's on fire. He there it's the it's the Fallout boys and they have bags on their heads and they're tied up. Boys! The Fallout boys! And they're free. Well, they're tied up, but they're not in the burning van anymore. Yeah, the, and then uh, Pete it, it, has a fire extinguisher for some reason. Yeah, Patrick <laughs> already has his Patrick already has his hook hand. That yep. is that is how they free themselves from being tied up. Um, it's mm-hmm. an irrelevant detail, but he does have a hook hand already. If you remember oh, that he had a hook hand. Oh. And then <laughs> gets, I forgot. It's that like the... part two, I think part one or oh. two. Yeah. I still haven't seen it. So I have no idea the timeline of the hook hand, but 
Um, oh, before this, too, I fucked up the order. You see, like, a bunch of, like, little ruffian-looking children on bikes. Um, just, like, mm. aggressively riding their bikes, like, real piss somewhere. And so then the, the Pete gets all of them out of the van and for some reason has a fucking fire extinguisher. So he's, like, extinguishing the van. And then the kids show up and they, like, disassemble their bikes into weapons. Hell Very yeah. weird. Hell and then, yeah. And then they, like, are... And then the, the fallout boys free themselves. And they try to run away from these children. And the children beat up Joe and Andy. They all and get, well, yeah, and, and I think Pete as well. They all get I fucking Pete, maimed. Yeah, I think Pete is still, like, standing, but the other two just get, like, fucking wrecked. Mm-hmm. Um, but They're then, all still alive at the end of this video. <laughs> yeah, but Pete kind of looks like he's the one uh, living living the the most. Um, uh-huh. But then they fucking... Uh, they fucking Pete or Patrick runs away, and this kid with a boombox that has like the Fallout Boy crown, but it's like on top of a sad smiley face with X's for eyes. Mm-hmm. He like chases him, and then he turns on the stereo, and it like norts Patrick. And then Big Sean is like hanging out by a tree. So for he's... people who might not know what norts means, we. D- <laughs> Oh uh, my god. Look it up. Google it. It's His it's, eyes turn orange and he becomes evil. It's a kingdom. Yeah, Hearts he just thing. I guess we don't know that he's evil, but I mean we know because we've seen the later videos, but like yes, yeah. his eyes turn yellow and he looks real pissed off. Yellow orange. You orange. Mm-hmm. Um and so then Big Sean is what's like hiding in a tree. What's the name of the this this like special order to watch the Star Wars movies in? There's like a word for it. Like a like Oh, a, I have no idea. Um I, I've been I I've been out of the jack shit about Star Wars. That's fine. There's like a something order that people are like, oh, if you watch it in this order, it's like, um, you can really appreciate the 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 narratives. I don't remember what it's called. I think it's because it's like, oh, if you watch episode four and then and then one, you can like give a shit about who Anakin is. That's irrelevant. What I'm what I'm saying is, I think I think. <laughs> I think we, I think we're going to accidentally create one of those uh, oh, by good. by by that. doing this show. I'm just like, oh yeah, you like you know how it ends, and then you and then you go back into seeing the origin of of Patrick's evil. This video sucks. <laughs> I think it's yeah. really boring. It's weird, but so then so Big Sean rolls up on this kid from behind and just snaps his neck. And I wrote in my note. The effect of Big Big Sean murdering that kid is simultaneously disturbing and cheesy as fuck. Because like the effect is not done well. It literally like you can see that it's not like a it, like that it's like a dummy head. Because like oh, it yeah. just fucking like it, I think it literally like kind of separates from the shoulders a little. Oh bit. yeah, it like pops off. And yeah. I don't know if that was intentional. Like they they it, like yeah, Big Sean can just behead a boy with his bare hands well but then like but the thing that's fucked up is like the head doesn't like fall off though it just like Mm -hmm. is there it's It's very bad it's a very weirdly like cut video in general though yeah it's fucking disturbing to look at though Mm -hmm. and then he grabs the boombox and it looks like patrick's gonna try to beat him up but then he hits the button and patrick like stops having the scary yellow eyes and he's like freaked out and then he runs away with his hook hand flailing It's a really funny shot, actually, of just watching Patrick just sprint away awkwardly with a hook hand. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know why. I don't know if the hook hand is heavy or something, but he looks like, like, they drew a lot of attention to it and how it makes him run weird. Yeah. 
Um, I do want to point out, I think I mentioned this when we did save rock and roll, but that's the same kid that's in the elevator. Um, so that's why mm-hmm. he's like tempted to like, ah, oh, it was all his fault, but mm-hmm. he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but just okay. like, just, just for the sake of if someone gives a shit. <laughs> right. I mean, it's helpful for me as I learn this canon. Mm. Um, we, we are, I, I do think when, when we're done with all of save rock and roll, we'll watch it front to back and do like some commentary or something. Um, yes. Because I think I think that would be um, a treat. Yeah, YouTube is recommending that to me already. So, um, you must but stay anyway, strong and resist. So then, so then some of the uh, hot corny love ladies show up and they beat Big Sean up. And my mm-hmm. next note is, um, oh, I want the women from the video to step on me like they're stepping on Big Sean. Mm-hmm. There's a mm-hmm. when, and then when I think he they when kill he him. says, oh yeah, he's dead as shit. When when yeah. uh, when he says, I I let her climb on top. One of the girls does. Uh, get, get on, on top, top of, of him, him to strangle him with an axe. Yeah, yeah, puts the like the the handle of the axe like just down on his throat. The thing that's so funny about this scene too is like they show at one point one of them does hit him in the back with the axe and it comes up but the and the axe is bloody but it all looks like dried blood like it doesn't look like oh, you just yeah. hit somebody with it. And then as he's on the ground and they're kicking him, they're like their feet are like only connecting with his body like once every 3 times. It's very funny. But so they kill uh they kill Big Sean and then they just kinda like pick up the boombox and walk away. And then Patrick just like runs away and is like sitting on the grass somewhere, I think. And then that's it. Yeah. Not a lot happens. But he's not evil anymore. So then how does he become full evil? These are the questions that well, I and you the listeners will find out. There are many parts between five and ten. Wait, really? <laughs> J- just a few. I can't do math, Joe. <laughs> uh, you heard it here first. Caitlin, illiterate, can't do math. Yep, I'm not an educated guy. <laughs> but I can drive, so, you know, trade-offs. You, you got me there. Fucking, yep, that's that's it. The, not ba- Like, so little ground is covered in this video. Yeah, but no, they were like, we gotta fill the whole song. It continues to be weird. Yeah, like the, take- the takeaways are they were beat up by kids. Patrick is evil when a certain sound tape is played. Big Sean's dead. Yeah, also, like, do they explain why these children are attacking them at any point? Ah, it's, um... <laughs> it's kind of like just everyone's against them, you know? Remember when we talked about uh, potential readings of that uh, the TakeOver video? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's about as deep as that, where it's like, oh yeah, everyone's everyone's against Fallout Boy. At least that was clear cut though, and was like, sure, like folks the, the who would be of an age it. to be fans, as opposed yeah. to like <laughs> literal children, literal ten year old boys. When the first chorus plays and he's repeating how the mighty fall as just a bunch of kids square the fuck up. It's pretty that is, funny. That is extremely funny. I, I'm not I, gonna I, lie. I do like the idea of like. I, oh, how the mighty fall and Fallout Boy is just gonna get fucking creamed by children. I do like that, like NGL. I do like that. I don't know if that was an intentional reading to gather, but I got it, and it's funny. But like, considering these children, or at least that one child, seem to be like recurring characters, it's just like a weird premise to me. Hmm. Um, yes. Yes. But yeah, so leaving this video, uh, Pete, Andy, and Joe have all been beat up by the children, but they're all still alive and, like, just kind of chilling, I guess. And then, like, Patrick is now on his own. Not currently evil, but just away. Yeah. Confused. With a hook hand. 
same. So, <laughs> you know. Sometimes it'd be like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Those were all my notes about the video was just it's nothing. I have nothing to say. Yeah, I said more than I thought I was going to about the song and the video. So, so, I, so I, I do think I do think this is where we leave you, dear listener. Did you do a pairing, Joe? No, I didn't think of one. Um, I will. There will be one on the playlist, but uh, it's, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't we know. <laughs> this it's, just put a shrug emoticon in there. We'll call it good. Yeah, I, I can. I'll, I'll put on actually. Let me look up the name of it. I think it's B Boy. Yeah, B Boy is where my favorite Big Sean verse is. I'm just gonna do that. Listen to Big Sean when he's good. Um, if you just want to <laughs> skip. Just skip like 50 seconds into the song because it is a Meek Mill song and I do not care for Meek Mill's verse or any Meek Mill verse. But just like skip 50 seconds in. Big Sean has a, has a good verse and then uh, ASAP Ferg has a good verse. The beat fucking knocks. Uh, that's my pairing. Who gives a shit? Um, so, so you can find the link to that Spotify playlist for the pairing in the show notes as always. Caitlin, Caitlin where could people find you on the internet if they wanted to... Uh, to you know, I don't need to check out other stuff you work on, other podcasts, maybe write about video games. I don't know. You tell me. It's not that funny. I don't know why, just the voice really just got me. Um, I don't know why it wasn't that funny. <laughs> I'm broken. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CG and eight R's and, um, I have a pinned tweet there where you can find all my other stuff, like the aforementioned other podcasts and video game writing. Um, yeah. What about you, Joe? You can find me on twitter.com slash ghost of Joe, ghost of J. Oh, I'm just, I'm still doing the same shit. Uh, same shows. I, I I tweet about them when they come out. Actually, no, I don't tweet about Got It Memorized, but it's because fucking you don't, you really don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to. People know we haven't. We have a Twitter account for that show, and we never fucking use it. Like we never tweet that there's an episode out. It's, it's like, all it, just shit posting. It comes out every Tuesday. <laughs> Talk about Kingdom Hearts, but yeah, and then um, it's about I got to record more of uh my Guitar Hero show soon. Uh, where I, we, my friend Riley and I rank Guitar Hero songs with a bracket. We recorded like six episodes in November, and it's almost time to record again. <laughs> so <laughs> if you want to hear more me talking about music in uh, absurd ways, because it's a very weird um, criteria of, is it a good Guitar Hero song? Yeah, it, that adds a whole other dimension to it. Yeah, it's weird. You, you end up being like, I don't like this, but this is the right choice for this venue. Anyways, that's that's it. You uh, this show is support hosting. the Patreon. Listen to the yeah. us talk about other garbage that Joe cuts out. Uh huh. <laughs> They're fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're supported by the Orange Groves Podcast Network and hosted on there. And if you uh, back that Patreon at the five dollar level, you can hear stuff that gets cut out of episodes. Um, for all all the shows, but I I do think there's currently more of this show than anything else um i mean that's zero percent surprising to me yeah i think that's it uh you can tweet about the show using hashtag fob cast tell us if you agree with our takes or, or or have more fond feelings than we do about songs or less um and i do think i do think that's it caitlin yes joe is this more than you bargained for yet this was far less than i bargained for actually Big Sean killed a kid!
Big Sean did kill a kid. It's fucking wild. Still below my expectations. <laughs> Bye. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Welcome to RPG Design Friends, a podcast where we critically talk about tabletop role-playing games, their mechanics, design philosophy, and the scene surrounding it all. Each episode, we have two guests, designers, podcasters, and other experts to discuss a topic within TTRPGs. It is important to be critical and analyze the stuff we enjoy, and we're glad to do it here at RPG Design Friends.